Hello guys, welcome to the podcast. It is so nice to have you here. Thank you so much for joining me. Happy holiday season to you guys. I know I've had a wonderful holiday. I hope that your holidays have been so sweet and precious to you. I went to the mountains for my holidays. It was so rejuvenating, especially because as you guys know, I live in the city. So having those frequent escapes to nature is so vital. I used to hate winter because I used to see the trees that were dead and they were barely, you know, much to see. But this time, it was so completely different. Something about seeing the trees without its leaves and you can just see the mountain, like you can see the whole and full mountain without the trees, you know, hiding it. It was such a beautiful, beautiful scenery. And I posted the pictures on my Instagram, but it was truly one of the most beautiful sceneries I've seen this year. Like, oh my God, something in my heart healed when I seen the scenery. We went 3,000 feet up the mountain and it was so cold up there, but kind of warm like at the bottom. And from 3,000 feet up, you can see literally everything. And when I tell you, I almost cried looking at those mountains, looking at how naked the trees were and hearing the wind brush against all the trees. It was just so heartwarming. It was very festive too because when I went to the town area, they had Christmas trees up and so many lights decorating the town. You could smell the bakery treats in the in the streets and it was just so beautiful like my christmas was just oh like it was everything so that was my christmas i don't i don't know what i'm gonna do for new year's i don't know that yet but i am very excited for new year's because i do have my goals i do have things that i want to accomplish for 2024 so i'm very excited to use this these last days just prepping myself and you know, give myself words of affirmation, saying prayers to prep me for this new year that's coming because I feel like so much is going to happen for me in 2024, especially with this podcast and my work. And I really, really want to start focusing on bringing my work into the light. I said this in my last podcast, but I'm going to keep saying it to manifest it. <laughs> I want to bring my work more into the light in 2024 where I do end up getting a magazine interview. I want to start putting this podcast in my name more on the map because this podcast has grew and is growing so, so much at a rapid pace. And it's time to bring this podcast more into the light, the light that it deserves. So yeah, what I'm wearing right now is literally just a shirt and some panties. And I have my candles lit. I have this vanilla candle lit. I just love vanilla anything, especially during winter and fall. Vanilla, caramel, um, hazelnut, like those, especially pumpkin, like those scents during this kind of weather and this kind of season just makes me feel just Mm, just so good so that's what i'm lighting right now vanilla candle and i'm just so cozy and warm and i want to talk to you guys so let's drop into this podcast episode and don't forget to leave your reviews on both my apple and my spotify the woman is never what she seems at first 
Feminine nature itself is oftentimes associated with the trickster archetype because just like the trickster archetype displays a dual nature and a not what it seems at first nature, the feminine also carries this dual nature. From the book, Women Who Want the Wolves, we call this duality the interior woman. If you guys hear pages flipping, you already know it's my notes. I don't play about these notes because I take hours on these notes. When a woman is seeking the interior woman in this dual nature, she is usually in the process of initiation, something otherworldly and beyond valuable. She travels into the depths of her psyche searching for this nature. And oftentimes when she finds this nature, she begins to see things in two rather than one. The life she wants versus the life she has. What her deeper self desire versus her exterior desires. These two things are great ways to discover a woman's dual nature as they uncover what is tame and what is untamed, what is real and which is conditioned. The woman is never one, she is always two. She is never what first appears. And in order for a woman to be able to enjoy her relationships with her mate, with her friends, with her parents, they have to be willing to explore this duality, this dual nature. In order to make whole and full decisions and come to peace with herself, she must consult the interior woman. The reason why we've hide the interior woman, the reason why we have cast the cast away the interior woman is because Due to patriarchal conditioning in a world that fears rejection, we've outcasted our dual nature and hopes will be more digestible. So we've molded ourselves into one to create easier integration and protection in such a society. And a lot of this information I'm giving you guys comes from the book, Women Who Want the Wolves. I am rereading it. I love that book. That book literally saved my life. It's incredible. Nowadays, when we find mates and we make decisions and so on, they aren't full and they don't fully satisfy because we aren't thinking in two, but rather one. And not only that, but we're choosing people who only want one version of us instead of our rich and deep duality. This is why it is so superficial to tell women to marry for money, but you can't for love. It's either life or death. Be a mother and nothing else. You either can like sex or you can't like it at all. Oftentimes we are told two truths cannot exist in one. It's either this or that instead of this and that. In a world that doesn't allow for duality, the woman becomes unsatisfied, damaged within her psyche and one-sided. We can never make decisions too late or too soon. You have to rest in your dual nature first so your decisioning can be whole. Without the interior woman in our lives, we become superficial and we become dead inside. The interior woman grounds you and gives you depth. Without her, you have none. This is why we live in such a society which it feels superficial and empty. It's because the interior woman is not being praised. It's because we have casted the interior woman when the interior woman is what gives us depth. She is what gives us fullness and wholeness. 
And a lot of times I see women who don't have this fullness and wholeness and it's because they aren't connected to their dual nature. How to properly love a woman is about exploring the interior woman. So this way, when she attracts a mate, when she has a friend, when she has a parent, they have to wish to explore her dual nature. The easiest way to tell a woman is not in a relationship she isn't meant to be in is if the person she is with only accepts who she is at face value. If this is the case, this person is going to be in for a hell of a surprise because back to my main point, the woman is never what she seems at first. From the book, Women Who Want the Wolves, it says she often has interests, feelings, and ideas which are quite different than what she expressed before. So if this person is not interested in learning the dualities of her, it'll be a miserable connection as the woman usually have a lot more to say. And this is why oftentimes I'm coaching women, I ask them, you know, what happened to your relationship or, you know, why... Are you and your parents not getting along? You know, in that case, they'll tell me, you know, I said this thing, but truly I meant this. You know, at first I felt this way, but really I felt this way. You know, one side of me was I'm not ready for a relationship, but if this person took time to get to know me and explore me, they would learn that I actually did want a relationship, just not with you. Or I actually do. However, I'm, I'm I'm saying I'm not ready for a relationship because I fear you'll reject me. A good partner, a good mate, a good parent, a good friend wants to explore that untamed, wants to explore that part of you that is hidden. They want to sit down with the interior woman. So instead of asking you a question like, what do you want? They'll ask what you desire. Those are two different questions. If I ask you, what do you want? I am asking you that because it's a question that comes at face value. So you can say, oh, I want new clothes. Oh, girl, I want, I want to get my nails done. You know, that's what do you want, you know. But if I ask you, what do you desire that sparks more of a depth that sparks more of a conversation and that is what makes the woman feel whole that's a question that makes the woman feel full so when we ask her what do you desire over what do you want that is my that is me showing interest in I want to learn your interior woman. I want to learn your duality. I want to learn not just this side of you, but also this side of you. I want to know you in two, not one. I want to know you and your fullness, not just one side. And this is why so many women walk around dismantled and limping is because their mates are not interested in learning their wholeness. Their mates aren't asking those questions that spark depth. Their mates aren't asking them questions on what makes them feel from the soul. And this is why I will always say when it comes down to situationships, when it comes down to friends with benefits, that whole thing, I will never be able to agree with it because when it comes down to it, you're having to shut down one aspect of yourself and let the other one live. You're having to put yourself in face value because you want to be more easily digestible for this person that you're talking to. And this is what we're taught. 
in society, we've demonized the dual woman. We've demonized the interior woman because we've told the interior woman that you will get rejected. If you show me your depth, if you show me who you really are, if you show me the, the hidden aspect of you, I will reject you. I will no longer love you. I will leave you. And so what we do so many times as women in our marriage and our friendships and, and, you know, whatever relationship that you have, we kill one side of ourselves to let the other one live. And then we wonder why we can't fully breathe. We wonder why we're limping. We wonder why we aren't able to survive. And it's because you have completely shut down the aspect of you that is needed to live. <laughs> if you shut down one side of you to let the other one live, your life will be very one-sided. You will be very one-sided and your relationships will be very one-sided because we don't really know who you are. Your partner don't know who you are. And then thing with situationships is they don't care to know who you are, which sends the message. They don't care to know you as a full woman. What women deserve and what we want, especially when I hear about like, you know, in our lives, our careers, our relationships, our mother daughter relationships, our overall life, women want fullness. Women want to feel whole. Women want to feel like none of their aspect, none of their humanness is being left out. But oftentimes it is left out because our dualities are rejected. And then we condition ourselves to reject, to reject our dualities. And this is what I see so many times, situationships where women will say, you know, we're not like in a relationship, but I mean, like, you know, we're doing this now, you know, and, it, and it's like, if she, if I asked her, what do you want? She'll probably say, oh, I want sex. I want to be able to be cuddled. I want time spent. But if I ask her, what do you desire? A whole different answer. A totally different response. What she actually desires is, I actually do want a commitment, but I'm shutting down this aspect of myself because I I want the the hot sets. I want the cuddles. I want the time spent. I want the company. But if I were to show this aspect of myself, if I were to realive this aspect of my, not sure if that's a word. If I were to bring this, this aspect of myself back to life, I fear I will get rejected. Same for our parents, right? They tell us this is the career and this is the expectation I want from you. I want you to do this. I want you to go to college. I want you to do all these things. What she wants is to make good money, right? If I ask her, so what do you want? Oh, I want to make good money. No, I want to make my parents proud. But if I ask her, what do you desire? Her answer will be something so completely different. If I'm rambling, if I'm talking too fast, keep up with me, okay? This is all going to come together in the end like a pretty present. <laughs> if I ask her, what do you desire? Her answer is totally different. I desire freedom within my choices. 
I desire a career in which, yes, I'm making good money, but I also enjoy it. Two different responses. But you can only know that and you can only ask both those questions if you are interested in her duality. If you understand the concept of the woman is not what she seems at first. She usually has deeper interests and deeper ideas. That's always the fact. That is always it. Even in her career, the woman is never getting into a career and then just being there in that position. She's always going to at some point desire something deeper, something more fulfilling, something more sustainable. If I ask her what did she want out of this thing, she will probably give me a more of a face value answer. But if I asked her, what do you desire? I'm going to get a whole different answer. And this is why it's so important that we become acquainted with the interior woman and the exterior woman. A lot of times in today's society, we only know the exterior woman. We only know what the woman shows us. We only know the public. And I'm not saying at all that you have to kill the exterior woman. The exterior woman is bad. Not at all. The exterior woman is just as needed as the interior. The issue is we lean too much on our exterior to get the job done. When there has to be a healthy balance of both. When you are surrounded by awakened people and awakened spaces and with an awakened mate, they want to have relations with both the interior and the exterior. The exterior is what first attracts. However, when we over identify with this, we are just attracting and attracting and attracting. The interior woman is what grounds that attraction, is what keeps that attraction. However, if you lean too much on that exterior, you're just attracting, attracting, attracting. There's no grounding. There's no depth. And this is why there's so much advice on how to marry a rich man, how to do this, how to glow up for the summer. How, it, it's so much work that is being done, especially in women empowerment, where we're talking to women from the exterior woman. And I made a post about this in which I explained we need deeper work. A lot of the work that we see today, it lacks nuance. It lacks duality. It's just giving women something at face value because again, we want something that is more molded into society. We want something that is easily, you know, integrated. And so we give women this half-assed advice, this half-assed wisdom. We give women this, this half-assed, you know, everything because we want something that is moldable. And so a lot of the things that you hear today, it's only just speaking to a woman's exterior. And I don't like that at all. When I, I've literally blocked creators who talk about things like, you know, how to do this and how to get rich, nah, 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 how to date a rich man. I have to block creators like that because it lacks duality. The woman is a dual natured person. When you explain something, 
if the want for the woman to truly understand and really, you know, have it soak in her soul, you have to explain it further. And we're lacking that. We lack conversation that truly matters because again, today's society lack the interior woman. When you hear complaints about the music today, you say, oh my God, I hate this music today. What's in this music? This music is trash. You know, you have those, you have your complaints. Really, what you're saying is, I miss the interior woman. <laughs> I miss the interior man. I miss the interior. What happened to duality? What happened to a world of depth? What happened? What happened to dual nature? Why is it that this music is just speaking this one side but is not giving us a full context? You really want duality. People miss the interior woman. In our relationships, now when I look at these marriages, I look at these connections, I look at these friendships, I see women complaining like, why the hell am I not being satisfied? It's because your duality is being casted away. It's because you have been asked for centuries and years and years to be one thing and you know deep down in your soul, you are not one thing. You are more than one. You can be two. You can be three. You can be four. And so much in society, we have been told to just be one. And that is where the anger comes from. The anger comes from, why can't I enjoy sex and also love to explore the world and have conversations about meaningful things? Why can't I be both? Why can't I be a mother and also love my sisterhood and connect with my friends and go out regularly? Why can't I be both? And women are becoming angry because they can't be two things at once. Because for years and years and years, you have told women they can't be two things. They can't be two things. I made a post and I had, you know, there was a conversation going around with the sexually liberated versus the conservative girls. And I put my take in and I had said, the truth is the, the whole conversation about the sexually liberated versus the conservative, you no know, women, this conversation could all die down if people just allow space for duality. If people allow space for two truths, to exist in one. If people learn how to say, I can be all these things at once. Why can't I be the girl that enjoys sexual and, and, and pleasure and also be the girl that loves to read and explore the depths of her mind? Why can't I be both? And so the truth is with the sexually liberated and the conservative, these girls can learn something from each other. However, they keep arguing, they keep having these conversations about modesty or should I be, you know, letting, letting myself just wear whatever is, is this, this versus this, that versus that when it can be this and that, that and that isn't how to be an or, or versus. But this is the kind of conversations that we have to have when the dual nature of women have been casted away 
Why can a woman say, I love God, I love Jesus, but I don't wish to identify with Christianity? Ooh, about that. I think that kind of, you know, struck a little nerve. Hope I ain't make nobody no mad. Don't give me no one star. Please don't give me no one star. Don't. Don't do it. <laughs> All right, that's what I was logging off of their account saying, no way, I'm done. Let me say it again. Why can a woman say, I love God? but I don't wish to identify with this religion. Why does it have to be this or that? It's because you have casted away the duality of women. You have shamed the woman for her duality and her husband, her partners, her, her mates, her parents, her friends have casted that away have told her, we can't understand you. Just be one thing. You either like this or that. Help me understand because if you make it to where you are this dual nature woman, I can no longer connect to you and I won't be able to understand your language. So to, to be more easily digestible for me, just be one thing so damn we can get it. And then what happened is we became impatient. We don't take our time to learn women. We don't take our time to truly study the woman wholeness, fullness. We don't take time to sit down with her and study her desires. And so she became afraid to show these desires, to show that dual nature, to show her fullness because we're impatient with her. We want her to show everything in one go. We want her to be naked instantly. We want her to shed her skin instantly. And then we poke at her, we poke at her, we poke at her until she is forced to do so. And then that's when it's not able to be fully received because we didn't take time to fully learn her. And it comes down to a woman of, of duality. She has to be studied. Be patient with her. But the more that we poke at her and force her to show herself, the more we're creating angry women. I hope I'm making sense. <laughs> hope I'm making sense. We are creating a society of angry women who don't, love their marriages, who don't love their lives. Every, my friends keep texting me, Jesus. Every time, <laughs> every time we are casting away the interior woman and saying, I only want to see the exterior woman. That's it, that's all. Throw away other bullshit, just the exterior woman because she's more easily understood. And then what happens is she walks around limping and limping and limping. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. In a society that is hyper fixated on approval, we create a society that fears death, which plays into the dual nature of women.
This is what drives the fear of commitment, endings, and leavings. In the book, Women Who Want the Wolves, it even says how this cycle is highly misunderstood. In cultures such as East India, Lady Death actually comforts the dying. She eases the pain and brings warmth. She is said to guide the hands of the midwife and comfort those who are alone, similar to Death Doula who comforts the dying. The dual nature of life, death, life does not wish to take your happiness and rob you of joy, but rather teach you the dance between what must be born and what must die, which in return gives you deep joy. When we initiate, we begin to enjoy these dualities and respect them. We no longer fear them. Nothing of value goes without a death cycle. I'm going to say, I'm going to say it again. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Nothing of value goes without a death cycle. Nothing of value goes without duality. A soulless, superficial, and fearful world would tell you it is evil and wrong when it's actually the opposite. Anything that requires duality we have shrunk into something more moldable and this we have done the same for life death and life instead of truly respecting that process instead of truly grasping that process and appreciating it we've made it into something evil we've made it into something to fear because we can't understand dual nature and so anything that requires a depth, we don't want to take time to learn it. Because going back to my point, we are impatient with the woman. We don't want to take time to learn women. And so life and depth have been turned into conversations that are more easily grasped. And same for forgiveness and how women move through that process. When we speak about true forgiveness, this also includes a woman's dual nature in which she can hold two things as truth. When a woman decides to walk the path of forgiveness, she begins to desire her duality. It is society that taught you. It is what the church taught you <laughs> that forgiveness has to be in one take. In one second, in one day. Because the truth is, anything, like I said before, anything that requires a level of depth, you don't want to take time to learn. So you say, just forgive. Forgive so you can be at peace. And you expect the woman to get it in one second when truly the woman is never getting it in one take, in one second, in one moment. It oftentimes takes the woman time to truly connect to her soul, to truly connect to her depth. That takes days. It can take years, which is why the, forget the true forgiveness process oftentimes take years, not days, not months. It oftentimes takes years for a woman to truly and wholly forgive. I've seen some take 10 plus years. I've seen women who move towards forgiveness while still moving through anger. And who are we to tell her to shrink her process so we can understand it more? 
Who are we to tell her to stop being two things at once? Just be one because I can't understand this process. I can't understand how you can say that you're moving towards forgiveness, but you're also still upset with me. The thing is, you don't understand dual nature because if you did, you would understand that those two things can coexist. She doesn't have to limit out one thing to make the other thing exist and to make her existence more valid. Her existence can be just as valid with three, five, four things reigning as truth. Forgiveness is a creative process in which if we shut down one aspect of ourselves to hold the other, our full identity won't be able to live. If you shelter and you home one aspect of yourself while leaving the other aspects in the cold, you will remain cold. This is why you have to be so integrated in your interior woman and your depth. Because if you are not, society will convince you and they will tell you to demonize those very aspects that you need to live and survive. It will be society that tell you that you must walk away from yourself. This is why it's so important to do the work. Because if you don't do the work, you put yourself in a position to fall asleep. And in a time like this, if you fall asleep, you ensure your death. If you fall asleep, you will never know what it's like to be fully awakened. If you fall, you cannot fall asleep now. You must do the work. It's not an option no more. You have to do the work. Because the conditioning is becoming stronger every single day. I talk to women. I mentor women. I sit down with women. And the majority, their number one problem is, I won't say number one, but majority of their problem is they don't allow for duality. They don't. And then they're around people who don't allow them to be in their duality, who don't allow them to be their different versions. It's like, for example, if you have a friend who is, you know, moving through this thing. It is not your job to condemn her, but hold her as she moves to this version of who she is. It's about learning how to hold people, how to fully accept people. Not making less of someone just because they are not one thing. They are something that they are something that you can't explain. Sometimes the best people that I've met in my life have been those who I could not explain. <laughs> Does that make sense? The best people in my life that I have spoke to, that I have seen, have been those who I just could not put my finger on. And not in a bad way, but it's in a, they are all things at once and they are completely okay with it. They don't allow themselves to be one thing because they are fully creative people who want to live a deeply creative life. If you are someone who I can explain, you're not doing it right. If I can explain you in one go, if I can look at you at face value and that's all there is, there's nothing else, no depth, no nothing, then you're not doing it right. 
there should be more to you. There should be more thought behind your decisions, more thought behind your commitments. Before you make decisions, before you make commitments, before you make anything, before you do anything, you have to consult the dual-natured interior woman. You have to. And if your partner wished to know you, if the people around you wish to know you, if you if this is the quickest way to learn if someone's interested in you, see if they are interested in that interior woman. If they ask you deeper questions, if they're willing to hold the different versions for you of who you are, if they cannot hold you, if they give up on you, this is because they were not willing to explore your duality, which meant they do not care to receive you at your fullest. They do not like you. When you truly love a woman, when you truly appreciate the woman, when you truly cherish the woman, you want to learn the woman. You want to know the woman more than who she is at face value. Because again, back to my main, main point, the woman is never where she first appears. This is why we are so heavily attached to the trickster archetype because it is never what it seems at first. There is always magic lying behind the, the face. There's always magic lying behind there. And when you don't take time to learn about the magic, this is when the magic stings you. Because you never took time to learn her duality. You are a dual-natured woman. And when you initiate, you will see how your vision no longer appears in one, but rather two. You begin to think in two. You begin to feel in two. You begin to talk in two. And you know that you have done the work, that you have came to this full love for yourself when you are so fully accepting of all these different dualities and versions. So I think I'm going to end it here. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining me in this podcast episode. I hope that you guys really enjoyed it and loved it. I will see you guys in the next podcast episode.